This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the Anchor.fm recording platform. Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. back to another episode of the real down i'm brad hicks and tonight uh, we got brian schiller filling in for crankbait johnny yeah buddy <laughs> how you doing good man yourself i'm doing good it's, it's kind of weird me and you being together on the same podcast <laughs> yeah, i'm usually listening to you and you're usually listening to me so yeah it's nice to change it up but i mean most importantly we got a legend on the line man i mean we, we got we got the man the myth the legend mr kurt smith's well, thank you guys. That's awfully nice of you to say that. Yeah, man. No, nah, this is uh, this is special for me. When I when I heard Crankbait Johnny couldn't make it tonight, I was like, Yeah, I'll 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 jump on the call, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's cool, man. It's uh, you know, I think it's been a long time coming. I've definitely wanted to to meet you and talk to you. So this is going to be cool for me. Um, well, the pleasure is just... really mine, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. Really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm I'm just filling in here, so it, you know Hicks is taking the lead, and I'm just uh, I'm just I'm just being a fanboy back here. So, <laughs> all right. Well, we uh, we were going to talk to you about your uh, pro side win at East and West Harbor. Uh, was that like a week and a half ago? I think. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I was just going to ask you how many uh, how many days did you pre-fish? So I was there for uh, I got up there on Wednesday. I said three days to pre-fish for it. Um, you know, and pre-fishing went really, really good. I got to say, I mean, it, it's a different, it was a different bite this year, definitely a different bite because the water was a lot higher. I think it was causing some problems with it. Um, you know, in years past, the bite was just significantly different. I mean, I don't, I don't even know how to describe how it was different. I mean, it, they were both like, you, you still fish weed lines, but the ones that were productive completely changed right. there. So yeah, but but regardless, me and my friends, we all, man, I mean, we, we smashed it during pre-fishing. I mean, That's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. It really was. Did, did you know, notice uh, catching any of those fish more shallow with the water being higher? You know, I found it to be actually the opposite. I was catching uh, the fish deeper, okay. you know. And, uh, you know, those harbors receive a lot of pressure. They have weekly bass boat tournaments, monthly ones. I mean... There's all types of tournaments up in the area. So those harbors, they get pounded a lot, you mm. know, because they're, you know, you go in there and you can pull out like a five pound largemouth. That's a pretty big kicker when the yeah. other guys are bringing in smallmouth, right? Yeah. I mean, I know the smallmouth are huge up there. I'm not taking anything away from them, but, <laughs> you know, a big largemouth, you still have a, it's just more of an opportunity to catch a big largemouth, I feel like, you know. Gotcha. That's cool. So uh, let's go down and uh, let's go into the breakdown of each day you're pre-fishing. Okay, uh, I mean, I got there on Wednesday, and I went to the spot where I won it last year, mm-hmm. and I pre-fished, and within, like, 45 minutes, I had uh, 92 inches of fish. Wow. So, and it was the exact same pattern. I mean, it was to the T, I mean, literally the, the, the same places. I mean, I can't even describe the feeling that it invokes when you go back to a place that you did well right and and then you go back and it is like the the same base same scenario everything man same docks i mean literally i remember the boat i remember the dock and i mean it's the same ones we're producing and uh you know uh and and i felt and that pattern i took that everywhere in west harbor to all the different docks and all the docks that had similar stuff near them like i was fishing it was the exact same pattern so I felt like I could go anywhere in that harbor. And so I did 92 inches there the first day, right? So within an hour, I did 88 at another spot. Oh, and wow. then it was, it was mid-80s at two other spots. I can't remember the exact numbers, 84, 85, something like that. I mean, I think I need to go fish east-west harbor. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I really like that event because there's so many good quality fish up there. I mean, yeah. it seems like everybody gets on them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a great place to fish. And that was day one. That was Wednesday. And to, and to finish it off, I met with my buddy, uh, Bert, and we went and had dinner. And it was, we were having dinner. A friend of ours, it was uh, Adam Shepard, the guy who got second last year, and we were fishing side by side, mm-hmm. uh, showed up. And I was not expecting him to show up. I thought well, he's going to have to miss the event. So it was awesome, man. I mean, I was really happy to have him there. You know, we spent the, we spent the rest of the time pre-fishing together. So it was killer. That's day cool. one was like... A lot of memories made, you know what I mean? Good fishing, good friends, 
it's hard to beat that. You know? Yeah, not at all, man. That's what it's all about. That's for sure. That's for sure. So, you know, are you going to plead the fifth on this one is the question. Like, what what kind of bait were you throwing, if you don't <laughs> mind me asking? No, I don't mind you asking, and, and, I'll, and I'll tell you. So I had it working on a small worm, Texas rigged, quarter-ounce weight, light wire hook. Uh, I had it working on a creature bait. I had it working on a swim bait. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, yeah, and then um, a weightless, like, fluke-style bait and a stick bait. Anything sure. weightless, you know what I mean? Yeah. You just, it's painful to do, but... Oh, yeah. You know, it caught fish. It caught quality fish, you know what I mean? You know, Wacky Rig was working, too. Uh, that was the thing, man. I mean, once I established the pattern... I could use like six or seven baits to catch the fish. That's you know clutch. I mean? That's Whether clutch. it was, you know, a swim bait that was a moving bait, you know, I was using the flukes a little bit like a jerk bait, you know. Yeah, yeah, I had yeah. a lot of confidence. I mean, I, I really had a huge amount of confidence. Um, the whole thing's a little bittersweet because of that, you know, because I got seventh in the trail event. Yeah. You know, I mean, there were six guys ahead of me, but yeah, I won the pro event. I love the win on the pro event, man. You know what I mean? But there's still six guys that were ahead of me at that. At that Absolutely. Party. Hats off to Sean Skidmore, man. He smashed it. 88 inches is really hard to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We, we were going to try to get him on with you and uh, talk simultaneously with you guys. I thought that would have been cool, but he couldn't make it tonight. So it is what it is. I, I know the feeling, man. I took, um, I took second at Madison Chain. Uh, Dylan... Uh, Fuquay took first. Um, well, I took second in the pro, but I ended up, I think it was eighth in the trail, you know, so it, it almost didn't feel right. So I kind of feel where you're coming from, you know what I mean? Cause there, yeah. there was those other guys that did better, you know, but because, you know, we're fishing the pro, which is, you know, and, and I guess that's a great question to you. Um, just because you're so experienced in this is, you know, it's kind of like a side pool, right? This year, yeah. um, just because they're trying to get it going. So, I mean, I guess my question behind that is, is how do you feel about that? Like, are, are you, you know, just doing it just to help grow the pro tour or, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to get controversial or anything with you, but I, I mean, I've had mixed emotions on it. Yeah. So I gotta just... say, I got mixed emotions on it too, man. I, and, and honestly, I don't like it. I don't like that. They're simultaneous, man. They should be right. separate. Mm-hmm. It's a different, it's a, it's a totally different gig. And I hate that they're piggybacked. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, because it is a different gig because you don't really know who you're fishing against. You know, there's a lot more other anglers there. So there's 130 anglers there, but there was only like 30 pros there or something like that. Right. Okay. So there's another hundred guys that are taking away from my fish. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's, a, it's a different deal, man. I, I really want to see the best guys brought together in small groups, like 30 or 40 guys, and yep. just l- let's lay it down, man. Yeah. Let's just yeah, pull yeah. off the big sticks, and let's just be big guys about it and sportsmen and just go out and lay it down head to head. And it just waters it down a little bit, you know. Um, but, you know, next year is going to be different. The, yep. uh, you know, Chad and KBF, I haven't talked, I haven't really talked to them about it, so I don't really know what their feelings are on it exactly. But, you know, they're, uh, they're trying to do the best that they can mm-hmm. with how things are set up right now. And hopefully, you know, next year is going to be different. You know, I mean, as with everything with KBF, you know, there's improvements every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, you yeah. Were, I, oh, go ahead. 
I was going to say, from what I've heard, yeah, next year is going to be a lot different, and it's not supposed to coincide. But, I mean, again, that's all hearsay. But, you know, I feel the same way because, well, at least you guys in the East, you know, you guys have quite a few anglers signing up for your pro events, whereas the Central, you know, it's like, I think, well, I, the one tournament I didn't make was up at um, uh, the Michigan one. Uh St. Clair. Um, mm-hmm. There was quite a few that signed up for the pro, but other than that, all our other events have been like eight guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's yeah. almost like, you know, is there a point to this? You know, so that that's why I was asking, you know, I know you guys have a heavier field over there and a lot of good sticks. I mean, but man, th- think of it this way, though. Let's say you only had eight guys again, but it was just eight guys on a killer lake. Yes. Let's see what she right. can do. When there's just eight of you, man, it's like that is a little different. Even that right there, man, gets me fired up because now I'm like, I can spread out. I can fish a little bit more how I want to fish. Sure. sure, Just face it, man. When you get to a spot that someone else found you, both you, both the people there are going to fish that spot differently because now there's another person there. man. Let's just face it. When you can spread out a little bit, man, that changes things, man. Definitely. Definitely. It's like the uh, Tim Vintational type type deal. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Exactly. That would that would be awesome if they had something bigger, like you said, thirty thirty anglers, but a bigger one and have it like different places every month or something like that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And hopefully that's what the pro event side's gonna turn into next year, you know. Yeah. That's that's what it sounds like, you know. Um again, I don't know. I'm I don't have the whole inside scoop. I'm just going off of hearsay, but Let's hope, man. Let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to donate donate some money to Kurt Smith's pocket. <laughs> it's not that easy, man. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. That's well, cool. I know uh, you're friends with uh, who I've become friends with this year, uh, Alan Reed. You know, I just donated some money to his pocket this past weekend, and what a what a good dude, man. What a good dude and uh, great stick great stick and i love competing against him man amazing stick and and he's a great guy man i mean you know let's face it not not everyone you meet in this sport is going to be the the a great guy man and to have a guy like alan who isn't really from fishing per se you know the style of fishing to work his butt off yeah to learn it man and to work his up way up to the ranks right he was in kbl right Yep. Let's face it, that was minor leagues, man. I'm not I'm not bashing on them, but that's what it was. It was minor leagues, right? You yep. know what I mean? Um, and you know, and he now he's in the he's in the pro field, he's in the central division, he's winning them, man. He just needs, you know, now there's only really one more step to make, and that's to to meet up with the guys who are doing the southwest, right? I mean, yeah. Let's that's, face it, you know what I mean? That's the field to beat right there. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean and when you see how it works out with how they had all the regions set up, man, all let's face yeah. it, that's the top. All the guys hammers are down there. there, yeah. And that's one of the reasons that I, I felt like I was, you know, Ohio got a little robbed with the region, right? You know what I mean? We sure. were stuck with, in the Northwest, and man, you know, so there, there, there's a trail event there this weekend. That's 12 hours away, man. Yeah, that's undoable for a trail event for me. You know? No, I I know the feeling, man. I uh, first event for us was Kansas. And that was 12 and a half hour drive for me, you know, yeah. and I'm on the border of Illinois and Wisconsin. So, Ooh. yeah, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> I feel, well, I think we had some guys come down from Minnesota even, you know, it's just like, 
those yeah, guys I mean, get jacked too. You know, I've, I've done that drive a couple times this year, like that time frame. But you know, there's only so many I can pick. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I have to pick my battles. I I don't have an infinite checking account to to run yeah. every single event. You know. I hear you. I hear you. So let's get back to East West. Sorry, I didn't mean yeah, to sidetrack. Yeah. Sidetrack. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Good conversation. Uh, so let's go over your tournament re- uh, day recap. I know you had some early struggles going on, and then I read that you posted uh, on your Facebook that you were saying something about uh, your your day spun out of control, and then uh, I don't know. About two hours later, I look at the leaderboards. You're back up at fourth place. So go through that whole process. Man, I mean, it, it pre-fished so good, right? And I should have known with how good the pre-fishing was that I was going to end for an ass kicking during the tournament, man. <laughs> I just should have known because it was, you know, I had like eight spots. They were all over 80 inches. I'm like, it's done, man. I was, I was so confident. And that's when you get bit in the ass. Yep. Is when you have that type of confidence leading into the tournament is when you get bit in the ass. Because, you know, for whatever reason, my bite had shut down. I mean, I went to the spot I wanted the year before, right, where I have already put in well over 90 inches there, right? And, man, I didn't have a single bite in two hours. And that spot was a morning bite spot. So I was, I mean, I left. Mm-hmm. I went to another, I went to, I went over, I was in West and I went over to East Harbor, right? And I went to a spot that I caught over 90 inches there again, two hours, no fish. Oh man. Man. So now I'm like, I'm like, wow, this is really horrible, right? So now I'm like, I'm going to launch again. So I pack up again and I go back to West and I launch at a different launch on West to go to a different, completely different spot. And on the way there, my wife texts me. You know, when will you be home? You know, and right then the thought crossed my mind was like, man, I could be home in four hours. I mean, I could be home before the award ceremony's done, right? I mean, I could be sitting there drinking cold cokes, you know. But then I was just like, you know, that's just not how I roll, man. You know what I mean? I'm in it to the end. The very bitter end is just how I. That's just the deal. So I run to my uh, the third put in. I get there. It is so packed, right? Because it's a new, it's a brand new put in that's just this little tiny gravel lot. It is so packed, and one guy's parked a little funky, and he's blocking one parking spot, man, with his trailer, right? Mm. And people are double parked and triple parked in this parking lot. And I'm thinking that they're gonna get towed. But I see that parking spot like I could almost get into. I grab his trailer and I start pulling on it. And luckily I was able to move his trailer like a foot over. And just could barely get my car in there. And then I pulled the trailer back. So when he got, came out, he must have been like, how the f- did yeah. that guy get in there? You know what I'm saying? You know, because there's no way he could normally physically fit in there. And uh, so I put in there, and uh, I had two spots in that area that I hit. And uh, one spot I caught, like a, I forget, like a 13-inch fish or something. And then uh, and then the final, the fourth spot I went to, it was that was the deal, man. I got there, and it was... I don't want to say every other cast, but it was like I was catching a lot of fish really quickly. That's awesome. Uh, and it just, man, it worked out. I mean, luckily I had a bunch of spots. And that's, that's what was going through my mind was like, son of a bitch, man. I caught so many good fish at so many different places. One of these places has to be still biting. You know what I mean? I don't know what the deal was, why it changed. I mean, there wasn't a weather change. There, 
the water didn't change directions like it does sometimes in those harbors, right? Those harbors, they had this flow to them. And sometimes it's coming in, sometimes it's going. None of that changed. Nothing changed. I don't know what it was, but that's why it's fishing, right? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I, I can relate to that. I mean, I just experienced that at Mark Twain. I mean, the two days of pre-fishing I had, I caught fish in pretty much every spot I fished. And I heard everybody, like, talking about, I'm not catching anything. Um, you know, granted, some of the spots were smaller fish. And I started off my morning, and uh, I had four fifteen-ish fish on the board, and I was in, like, fourth place. I mean, the fish out there weren't very big. I mean, there was some big fish to be found, for sure. But, um, you know, I know Brad had messaged me, and he was like, Brian's got one more to go. I could not find another fish. I went to two different ramps after I left there. I couldn't catch a 12-inch fish, and, I mean, that just <laughs> – uh, and, and I guess here's a great question. Like mentally that really screws with you on tournament day, right? I mean, how, how do you overcome that? If you know, just keep, keep fishing and keep grinding. I'm the same way as you too is like, you know, I'm not gonna give up. You know, I, I had the same thought. I was like four and a half hours, I think it was away from home. And I'm like, screw it. I can jump in the truck right now and be home by the time these guys, you know, like I had the same exact thought. You yeah. Told and, <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, I, you know, I don't know, man. I, I, how do you do? You just keep grinding away and hope for the best, or you know. And then I guess after the tournament ends, and say you do come up short, like, what what goes through your mind? Do you do you have a mental frustration, or you just br brush it off and move on to the next one? Well. So it's really like two questions there, right? I mean, yeah. how yeah, do you yeah. deal with it during the tournament and then how do you deal with it after the tournament? After. Yeah. So during the tournament, man, I don't know how to say this. You know, I'm really stubborn, right? So a lot of times when, when that stuff turns bad and I've spent so much time preparing, right. all that does is ignites me to try harder. Sure. You know what I mean? It's like, like when someone pushes you and your first reaction is to push harder back, that's just all I'm thinking about is I just got to fish harder, man. What, how can I fish harder? Where can I fish better? You know, I don't spend any time thinking about the fish I lost or they're not biting. Why aren't they biting? Well, two hours tells you they're not biting there. I mean, they might bite there sometime that day, maybe. But if you're in, in a morning spot that you caught them in the morning and not the afternoon, and that's how it's been for years, right? you, know, you just know to move on and, uh, Man, it just, it just fires me up. I mean, I'll tell you, that's how I felt during this tournament. I was just like, I was going to keep moving from spot to spot until I ran out of uh, spots or time. It was yeah. just going to be one or the other. And I wasn't going to run out of spots. I had eight spots. There's no way I was going to run out of spots to hit. So I was like, I only got to four, right? I mean, yeah. there was still four more to go. So somewhere in there, fish were biting, you know. And, uh, that's, what just, that's what fires me up. I just know someplace the fish are biting, man. Right. And then when I do come up short, man, there is that, you know, drive back to check. Yep. And that's where I think I'm at my lowest, right? Yeah. If I come up short, I mean, but I quickly turn that into knowing that I did absolutely everything that I could humanly possibly do, plus two things that humans can't do on yeah. top of that. Right. You know what I mean? I know I did absolutely everything plus. And then I quickly turned around and I start looking, how could I have had, had a better day? 
and you start talking to other anglers that check in. You start they start hearing how they caught them. Hopefully the winner's cool and he's you know speaks about how he did it right then, so you, everyone can kind of learn like what what they could have done better. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's really how I deal with it, man. I just try to turn it around and use it for like a positive like growth time, man, for fishing. That's awesome. cool, you learn man. more when you do worse than you do better. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, it's funny, you know, because I had the same exact thoughts going away in and everything. And then we all knew, you know, uh, you know, I camp out with uh, Alan Reed, Sam Jones, Dylan Fuqua. Every tournament, it seems like, since stop two or something. Um, but, you know, saw Alan right away and I was like, did you did you seal the deal? Come on, you sealed the deal, right? And he's like, I don't know, we're waiting, we're waiting, you know, because they had turned off the standings. <laughs> and I was like, well, what'd you catch him on? And, uh, you know, sure enough, he, he always throws a big tube. And I don't want to get into that because we're going to have him coming up uh, talking about, you know, his recap from Mark Twain and stuff. But, you know, he caught his big fish on a tube and then uh, his smaller fish on a, on a TRD. And, um, you know, it's... It's funny because I didn't have a tube tied on, but I had a, a big TRD tied on. Um, I talked to somebody else. They were throwing a black buzz bait. I had that tied on, you know, so it was just like, man, like, mm-hmm. why didn't I pick that up and throw it? I had it tied on. I had it on my <laughs> boat and I, ne- I never picked it up because I was on, I was on a jig bite and, and a creature bait bite and um, it just, I don't know. It's frustrating, you know? So, and I'm newer to the tournament game. So I was wanting to pick your brain on that just because, you know, I'm, I'm trying to overcome that frustration right now. Right. So (laughs) it's, it's kind of cool to know that my mentality is in the same spot as a guy who's a seasoned veteran. Right. And, and that's exactly it. I drove that four and a half hours home and I'm like, all right, well, what did I learn from this experience? Like if it went in doubt, pull something else out, you know, and, and yeah. that's what I didn't do. And I think, uh, the beginning of the year, I did that a lot and that's why I was successful in the beginning of the year. And that's why I've been kind of slacking on these last two. So interesting insight. Plus I appreciate that. that. Plus that added pressure of you and the, uh, angler of the year standings does not help that. Yeah. Well, you know, is what it is. Things, doesn't yeah. It? Hey, why? <laughs> Damn it. You know, whatever it is, what it is, man. There's two more tournaments left. There's the trail championship and then, uh, the big championship. So, um, uh, which you're qualified for already, right? Kurt. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Yep. I'll see you there. Perfect. Yeah, man. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. So yeah, uh, get back get back to uh you moving your moving to different boat ramps and stuff on east and west harbor uh, how, how long did that take you exactly to j- jump spot to spot i don't even know man i was driving it was funny my the gas mileage in my car i was so happy i got like 25 miles to the gallon up there mm-hmm. and after that day from moving spot to spot i was getting like 19 miles to the gallon or something because uh-huh. i was just i mean i was just trying to get there as quick as i could sure i mean i don't want to say i was panicking but you know Every second you're in that car, you're just thinking, I could be fishing, man. Right. You know, I need to get there. I need to get in the water, you know. What's, you know, and, I, and, try, and trust me, moving all those spots was not my game plan. That was not yeah. how I wanted my day to go, you know. I went to a spot where I thought, you know, one way or another, I was going to catch my limit early and quick. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. you know, I just – Sometimes that's the way it goes. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely, man. 
Absolutely. So how many people were signed up for the Pro Tour at that event? I think there was 30-something, like 36 or something. Don't quote me on that. I mean, oh, wow. Pretty good. Yeah, a few. fair amount of people. See, I, I wish they would have a uh, separate leaderboard for that. They do. D- did they? I, I, I can never find it. It's, uh, it's on Tourney X. Just okay. go to KBF Pro Tour instead of the KBF Trail Series when you go okay. to tournaments. Yeah, I, and you I, can I, see I, the I two. I, I, I can never find it. So. Yeah, it's on Tourney X. Gotcha. Now yeah, you know. It's pretty cool, isn't it? I love, yeah. I love how he, he did that, man. That's yeah. yeah. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> well, you know, you could, like we talked about at the beginning, you know, you could be kind of slacking in one, but hey, you look at the other one, you're like, hey, I'm in first place. I can get, I can dig this. At least I'm first place somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you know, and, and it was funny. I was talking to Cody Milton about it, and I was kind of bummed out. You know, I'm like, there were six other people, including Cody, who forgot to sign up for the Pro Tour, right? Oh, no. And who always signs up for it. And yeah. he was one place ahead of me, man, right? So he would have he would have won. Um, he's such a nice guy. You know, he goes, yeah. he goes, but you know, it's a nice paycheck, though, man. You know, and I'm like, you know, you're right. Nothing, there's nothing to be bummed out when you get to go right. to a tournament and you get to walk with the paychecks, you know? Yeah, yeah definitely. So that, what did, if you don't mind me asking, what did first place take with 30-some anglers? Uh, so I had, I think, $400 from the... Trail. The trail event, right? Yeah. So I think it was 1610 Oh, snap. Nice. <laughs> so they only pay three spots, though, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, right. right. I mean that, right. that that's how they're concentrating and it's a bigger bigger buy in, right? Right. I mean, right, right. That's how they're getting all that money up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was great to have uh, my other Dakota teammates up there, Dakota Lithium teammates up there. I think all three of them I think we like took the pro series podium. Oh right. nice. Very yeah. cool. Uh John John was all excited about that. He, that's all he could talk about when we were talking about it. He's like, man, that Dakota Lithium team, those guys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he, he loves you guys, man. <laughs> oh, it's a killer team, man. Those guys travel yeah. around the pack, too, from the Northeast that are on that team, you know. That's awesome. I know he's pretty bummed that he couldn't make it tonight, He, but it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, uh, let's go through your routine. Uh, uh all right, you just caught a fish. Let's go through your routine of uh, submitting that fish to the leaderboard. Oh. Okay, uh, you know, as soon as I catch the fish and he's in the net, right, mm-hmm. I immediately put the net down in my Hobie, right, my PA, which has like a little bit of a sidewall to it, and yep. I'll turn the net sideways so it traps the fish in the net so he cannot jump out. No matter what that fish does, he cannot leave the net. That's when I grab my catch board and get my catch board all set up in the bottom of my PA and never put it in my lap. And that's one of the nicest things about fishing out of a pro angler, you know, in tournaments is that you you have some pretty high sidewalls on there. So if you put that measuring board down the bottom of it, you actually have a chance to keep the fish in there pretty good. You know what I mean? If it flops out and jumps out and gets away from you. So that's what I do. I set my board up, man. I get my phone fired up. And that's when I take the fish out is after I'm all set up with everything else. And I get him set up on the board, right? And I get and lay him down and get the longest length you can with the mouth closed and and make sure your hand's in the right place. I take one picture with my hand on it or, or a couple. And then I try to take my hand off and get one without my hand on there, right? Because the judges always like 
a no-handed pitcher. I mean, there's, yeah. there's no better pitcher than a no-handed pitcher. But you can't do that on every fish, right? Because sometimes as soon as you as soon as you let go, that fish is moving, right? Yep. You know, so you just can't always do that. But I always try to give them get the, get that pitcher for them, you know. That's um, awesome. And that's it, man. As soon as soon as I'm done, he's back in the water. I'm I get the bait retied and you know, I try to get right back on it. Do do you uh do you submit those pictures right away or do you uh, put them in live well? How, do you, how does that work? So uh, I don't submit them right away. Usually if I'm fishing and I think I'm like on a small bite where I'm going to get a couple yeah. quick ones back to back, I will not stop and take time to submit them. You know what I mean? If I think there's a bite happening, I'm fishing the bite. You yeah. know, but as soon as that bite's done, I'm submitting them. I'm not the guy to, to save them, you know. If, if you see me... What looks like saving my pictures to them, that just means I didn't have service. You know, yeah. I, I don't play the sandbagger game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those guys can say it's effective, but you know, you, you learn that you just fish to the end, man. Right? Yeah. Period. Right. It doesn't yeah. matter what the leaderboard says. As a matter of fact, I don't even look at the leaderboard if I can get away with it, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, the only time I look at the leaderboard is to make sure my fish have submitted properly. I mean, yeah. that's the only time I look at it. You know, and of course, you see where you're at, but. Man, I, I don't sit there and get transfixed by it all, man. I fish to the very end. If you're in the lead or not, man, guys like Matthew Scotch, he always holds to the end, right? You know what I mean? If he's in 15th, you just you guaranteed that his 14-inch fish is a 20. It's yeah. just guaranteed. Yeah, right. right? No, he's going to do that. You know, so you just, you just got to fish to the end, man. You never know who's holding, who's not. Yep, yep. Who didn't sure. have service, right? You know, yeah. who didn't have yeah. service, who does, you know? Yeah. You just never know. I'm the same way. I, I got to fish till the end. I, I have to. I, I can't hold on to those pictures either because I do not trust technology. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I'm going to give you a perfect example of why not to hold on to them, right? That happened to me. So we're fishing a Buckeye kayak fishing smallmouth only tournament, and we're fishing this, this sweet little riffle, man. I, I immediately catch four good ones as soon as we get to the riffle. They're, they were actively feeding, chasing stuff. I mean – it was like sight fishing smallmouth. So killer, right? That's awesome. I'm so pumped up, man. I hop back in my kayak. I'm super pumped up. You know, and the flow of the river was pretty good that day. And I caught another good one that's puking up all these crawdads. So I'm kind of <laughs> leaning over my PA, not paying attention where I'm floating, looking at these crawdads that are floating in the water, but the smallmouth just puked up. And the side of my kayak caught this riffle that I should have been paying attention oh. to and flipped me. So oh. guess who didn't submit their pictures because they were biting yeah. <laughs> my phone was gone and i yeah. you know luckily i was able to split with some of my buddies so i caught some more fish yeah. but that was like third or fourth place fish i couldn't duplicate that i mean you know what i mean that that bite that happened was just real quick and it was a good window you know yeah but you know and that's me not even holding it right not even holding it for till the end or anything i mean that happens to so many people man I, i've heard multiple people who like to sandbag get burnt from it i'm just like yeah, yeah. You wouldn't be burnt from it. And the really good guys aren't, none of them are holding back. Right. Yeah. Right. right, you know right. I mean, none of them are going to hold back till the end. They're just going to lay it down the whole time. You know? Yep. What I think is funny sometimes is guys hold back fish and they're in the big bass broth. And then they wait till the last hour to upload their fish <laughs> when they could have won big bass, but because they waited till the end, they end up losing, you know, that, that opportunity to win that you know, 50 bucks or whatever it is because they sandbagged. It's like, what's the point of signing up for the big bass bra if you're not going to, you know, participate? And I think that's part of the reason why they put that 
into effect, right? Is just so that it would encourage guys to continue to upload their fish, you know, and not only that, it makes weigh-ins or, you know, the end of the day tournament results to come out even longer. Cause now the judges got to go through, you know, a hundred photos instead of doing them all throughout the day, you yeah. know? So yeah. I don't know, but I like it, man. I dig it. <laughs> uh, you got any more questions for him, Brian? No, man. I, uh, I'm sorry I sidetracked you a little bit from your actual notes. I mean, like I said, I was I was fanboy over here, you know. So I, no, you're, you know, you're good, man. But I, you know, I there was some questions I wanted to ask and get thrown in there before I didn't yeah. have the opportunity, you know. So that's all good. Uh, are Are you going to be at the FLW uh, Cup, KBF FLW Cup? No, unfortunately, I just could not get the funds together, man. You know, they came out with that stuff so late in the yeah. season. I had already allocated all the money I could to tournaments, you know, so when they came out with that stuff, I mean, I just, I can't come up with just $500 out of thin yeah. air, you know, um, plus travel really sucks, but next, next yeah. year I'm all in on it, you know, yeah. uh, they're going to have it out early. So I'm going to be able to plan for it. You know, I really hate, I can't tell you how much I hate missing it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's I'm painful in the same boat. to miss it, man. It's painful yeah. to miss it over, you know, 500 bucks. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see you in it, man. Local yeah. local guy, oh, repping yeah. us. That'd be all. Well, Alan's in it. We do have a yeah. local guy. Alan's in it, man. I mean, I'm rooting yep. for Alan. I mean, I got a couple good buddies in there. Dusty Yacker's in there, man. He's yeah. a great guy, man. He's been on fire this year too. Oh, yeah. uh, both those guys are in it. Of course, all the the usual Ron Champion, Jay Wallen. I mean, all those guys are in it. Yeah. Um, it's going to be an amazing event, man. You know, I mean, it's really. Yeah. I'm excited to watch it. You got a prediction on uh, how many inches are going to, how many inches it's going to take to win? No, I don't, man. I do not know that lake at all. When they said where it was, I couldn't. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. I, mean, I just hadn't heard of it ever, you know what like, I mean? Not even like, vaguely. I had to look like it up. Watch you know? a tow. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you know, I was just like, it wasn't like Nick and Jack, right? At least I've heard of right. Nick and Jack, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I was like, I've never heard of this place, you know. Yeah. So, I, yeah, that, that's one of the reasons it's going to be fun to watch, man. Let's see what these guys can do, man. You know what yeah. I mean? Absolutely. It's going to be an unpressured lake, too. It's not getting pre-fished for the FLW, you know. I mean, that's killer. Right, right. Yeah, I know uh, I saw uh, Sam Jones caught a nice one today, put up a little video of it getting released. I don't know if Alan posted anything. Um, but yeah, man, I, there's, there's a lot of good names. I wish I was down there as well, man. I was in the same boat as you. I just, you know, funds were dry, committed to too many other things and, you know, is what it is, but we'll see, man. I think it'll be a great event and, uh, an interesting lake, you know, for sure from what I've, you know, read up on it. So I'm predicting it'll probably be 180 inches at least for two days. Yeah. yeah, for two days. I, I would imagine it has to be somewhere around there. If that lake's any decent at all. Yeah. 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 A lot of water. A lot of water. <laughs> it looks like an octopus on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks huge. It is. For sure, man. Well, awesome. I think that's all we have with you tonight. So we appreciate coming on and uh, talking with us. And congrats on that pro side win at East and West Harbor. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, well, man. Where uh, where could guys follow you and stuff? Uh, you know, social media, things like that. Shout out to your sponsors, all that good stuff. 
Yep, you can follow me on Facebook. I'm on Kurt Smith's on Facebook, Smitty Fisher on everything else on YouTube and uh, Instagram. Uh, big shout out to Strictly Sale, Hobie, Torquedo, Yak Attack, Jigmaster, Dakota Lithium. I always forget someone. Catch. Yeah. Catch. catch team, Thank right? You. I think I ah, see you right there. I was yeah. forgetting catch. Hey, nice catch. <laughs> Can't forget Duke, man. You cannot forget Duke. I cannot forget Duke. Duke's a great guy, man. He Duke is a good dude. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Very cool, man. It was a pleasure talking to you. Um, man, I can't wait to meet you at the trail event or the trail championship. So we'll definitely. There, absolutely, man. Thanks again. Yep. All right, man. So let's get into some uh, tournament recaps now. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it, man. All right. I was going to go over the uh, KBF Ohio Monthly Challenge this month because that's one I was uh, participating in. And uh, I know a lot of people in this area follow those leaderboards. So Heck yeah, man. Uh, KBF Monthly for uh, July, the winner was Wayne Schnack with 98 and a quarter inches. Uh, he also won Big Bass of the Month with 22 and a half. That's I a think tank, that, dude. Yeah, and I think that came out of Snowden Lake. I'm not exactly where that is in Ohio, but I have heard of it. That's awesome. That's a big fish, man. Yeah, a real big fish for Ohio. So, uh, Second place was Michael uh, Bruning uh, with 95 and a quarter inches, and then uh, third place was Michael Pano with 95 and a quarter inches. So they, they tied, but... I don't. I don't know how the tiebreakers work. Do you know exactly? I'm. Uh, usually, it's big bass. Big bass, big bass of yeah. Whoever had the bigger bass out of the whole bag, and then say like say that they both had their big bass was like nineteen and a half. Then it'll go to the second biggest bass, and then the, yeah. so on. So, that's what I thought. Yeah, hundred percent sure. But ninety-five inches, man. That's a nineteen-inch average. You know. Yeah. So that's that's a lot of big fish. A lot yeah. of big fish. I had a pretty good month, though. I ended up uh, 10th place, I think, with uh, 87 inches. That's so nice. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It was one of my better months fishing. I, you know, I'm still learning. So It's like a 17-and-a-half-inch <laughs> average, dude. Yeah. I, I, caught, I caught quite a – I caught three over 18 last month. So Nice. I mean, I'm not used to that. That's why we call you <laughs> Sticks. I don't That's deserve awesome. the name yet, though, man. <laughs> You're getting there, brother. You're getting there. Uh, for the second one, I, I picked a Massachusetts KBF Monthly Challenge. I, for some reason, this one stuck out to me because they put up huge numbers. Yeah. It, Massachusetts is not a big state. Uh, it's not a, a state that I think of when it comes to bass fishing. Yeah. yeah when I no. looked through their challenge, I was blown away. Uh, the winner was Paulo DeMarais Jr. Uh, with 101 inches. Dude, it's over a 20 inch average <laughs> yep second place was cameron debeal with a hundred and a half inches and then that's third insane. place was dominic Eno with 99.75 inches that's crazy dude yeah and then uh, i think the whole leaderboard i'm pretty sure let me check here the top the top 13 were all over 90 inches that's insane yeah so i think i'm we need to go to massachusetts too We'll go to East West Harbor and then shoot up to Massachusetts to find some big bass, man. Sounds good. I, That's insane. Yeah, I, I'm starting to like look through these leaderboards and just notice some little things like that. So, Massachusetts yeah, that's crazy. definitely on my list. <clears throat> I got a uh, 
Carolina Kayak Anglers, they had a tournament on uh, – I didn't write the – I didn't write the, the stupid lake down. Kerr uh, Scott Lake. Um, let's see. The winner was Keith McGee with 50 inches. This was a three uh, three fish. Three fish. Yeah. yeah. So 50 inches, Keith McGee. Uh, second place was Melvin Yang with 47 inches. And then third place was Corey Coffey with 46.75 inches. And then big bass was uh, Bob Dainton with 21-inch bass. That's a tank. Yeah. They, they caught some – Real good fish down there on uh, that lake. So yeah, seems like I, it. I'm surprised that to see that was a three three fish limit. Yeah, but, interesting. Um, and then uh, we have the KBF series trail at Mark Twain. I was going to let you go over that since you were there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, you know, we briefly talked about it with Kurt there for a minute, and yeah. uh, man, it was crazy. Um, you know, so. You know, my my traveling buddies are obviously Alan Reed, Sam Jones, and Dylan Fuqua, right? And it, you know, you're talking three three good sticks. I know, you know, we had Sam on the OG show, and uh, he's a good dude, man. And he's had some struggles where, you know, he was on good fish pre-fishing, and then just come tournament day, like you know, um, and I think one of his best turnouts of the year was at the flw kbf cup um i think he was sitting in like 12th place after day one and i forget where he ended up day two but uh regardless i knew alan reed was on good fish um i think it was friday night he caught a 19 and a half um and my biggest fish i caught thursday evening was a was a 17 so I knew Alan was on some kind of bite. I wasn't really sure where he was fishing. We don't share that information with each other until after the tournament, all four of us. Um, mm-hmm. It's always funny because we're always like, where are you fishing? Where are you fishing? <laughs> what are you throwing? And, you know, it's funny, like, you know, um, just this week we had the Dylan Fuqua episode. And, you know, he's always like, uh, you know, I was throwing the banjo minnow. You know, we joke with each <laughs> other like that. We don't fill each other in. So. But I knew Alan was real confident, and he was on some good fish. And same thing with Dylan. Dylan thought he would throw together, um, you know, because we always talk like, hey, what do you think you're going to come up with tomorrow? And we hate throwing those predictions out there, but we still kind of, you know, I think Dylan thought he was going to throw at least 75 Mm -hmm. to 80 inches, which 75 inches I think would have put you in like fifth or sixth place. Yeah. Um, But – Alan Reed won with 82 and a half. Yeah, he had 82 and a half. And uh, I know he he had five fish and then he upgraded two throughout the day. And he started off his morning with that 21, which, I mean, what a huge confidence boost. You start out your morning oh, with yeah. a 21 inch fish. Like you're like, yeah, game on, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it was a tough bite, man. I know, um, you know, um, I caught fish during pre-fishing, like I said, and then come tournament morning, I, I got four um, right away in the morning, and then I just struggled to find another fish. And I knew, I know that was a common theme, or guys were finding fish, but the biggest ones they were catching were 14 inches. Um, but, uh, yeah, Alan took first in both the um, trail and the pro. So, um, 
Yeah, it was, it was super cool for Allen. Uh, he had a first-place pro win at Kansas, but I think he took third in the trail at the beginning of the year. So I know he was really wanting that first-place win, and I think that should put him in first place for the Central Division for AOI. Or, you know, it'll be a, a battle between him and uh, Richie McMichael because they've yeah. both done really well. Yep. And that's the thing, too. Richie took third. I know he was in second all day, but he he tied for second and yep. third place, but he must have had this. Uh, Jerry Cornelius took second, so he must have had a bigger bass. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, the big struggle with that lake was is it's dropped. I th- I've heard mixed things, but I heard like 20 or 30 feet it's yep, dropped the lake level mm-hmm. in two weeks. And it's crazy because I know Alan had a conversation with a local and he was like, you see that bush up there on the hill? I pulled 15 keepers out of that two weeks ago. He's like, now I'm struggling to find three, you know? So, and that's crazy. That whole lake is rock. It's just solid rock. Um, There's deep or steep ledges all over the place. And it, it, it was kind of tricky finding fish, you know, like I said, I was, I was throwing some creature baits and a jig with a crayfish trailer. And that's how I caught all my fish pre-fishing. Um, and then come tournament day, I caught those four on a creature bait. Um, you know, but yeah, it, it was a tricky one, man. Definitely a tricky one. So shout out to all those guys that did really well. Uh, you know, I came up a, one fish short, which would have put me in the top 10. So is what yeah. it is but uh yeah, yeah. At, uh, alan reed got got the trifecta on there he won the tournament pro side and big bass so he took, took yeah a bit of money <laughs> i think he might be the first one to take that trifecta i could be wrong though but i know dylan's taken first in both the pro and the trail at madison but i don't know if he had big bass for the event i don't think he did <laughs> seems like it's Really hard to do. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I saw on the leaderboard he posted that twenty-one inch fish. I'm like, he's gonna win it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. He ended up winning it. So that's pretty Heck awesome. Yeah, man. All right, I got a Massachusetts uh, kayak bassin bassin uh, tournament trail. They had a. Uh, they had a uh, tournament at. I didn't write the lake down again. Uh, Up, upper and Mystic. lower Mystic Lake. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the winner was uh, Kevin Amaral with 90 inches. Second place was Bruce Levy with 89 and a half inches. Third place was Ken Wood with 80 or 78.75 inches. And then uh, Big Bass was Kevin Amaral Jr. with uh, 20 and a quarter inch bass. What a jump from third to second. Yeah, I noticed that too. That, That's eight, huge. Nine, Eight inch, nine inches, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and and not only that, but like so between first and second, you got a half inch difference, man. Like, yeah, I'd rather lose by two or three inches than a half inch. You know, (laughs) that just hurts more. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. Going through a lot of these tournaments week by week, man. It's like the top three are always really close. I've noticed. A couple tournaments over the last few weeks, they they've been within like an inch of each other or an inch and a half of each other, and or first and second place or a quarter inch. So it's just crazy. Well, I know, I know. So if I would have caught a twelve inch fish, 
that would have jumped me up into like I think seventh or eighth place mm-hmm. at Mark Twain, and that was the thing. Like other than Allen, all the rest of the guys were so close in that top ten as mm-hmm. far as inches go, which was yeah. crazy, man. There's there's been a lot of tight down to the wire tournaments lately. It seems. Oh yeah, it's pretty awesome. Heck yeah, man. So uh, next one I have here is a Hobie Bass Open Satellite event. They all, they were also in Missouri this uh, past weekend along yeah. with the KBF Trail. Uh, uh, Lake Monzingo, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Monzingo, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they they had one this past weekend, August 3rd. Uh, the winner was Pat Lassick with 86 inches. Second place was David Cruz with 79 and a half inches. And then uh, third place was uh, Joshua Workman with 79 and a quarter inches, which I've heard his name before. I don't know if you have or not. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, oh, man, what does he fish normally? I've, I've heard that name numerous times. I have too. Oops. But uh, I, think, I think he fishes KBF usually. Yeah, he, he might. That's, that's probably where I've heard it from. But – uh. Big Bass went to David Cruz 20 inches, so he won. He got second place and Big Bass for that tournament. Yeah, and I think David Cruz runs that uh, Pond Warriors tournament series, I think, right? Oh, the, na- the Nationwide? Yeah, the Nationwide Pond Warriors tournament, and then they usually have like a battle against the pro or whatever, the big name. I know Jackson Orr did it once. Mm-hmm. Um I think maybe Jody Queen or something. I could be wrong, but yeah. usually he gets like a, a bigger name in kayak bass fishing to battle it out against, you know, all the people that sign up for those tournaments. And <laughs> I think they do it by regions, but I don't know too much about Pond Warrior, but I've seen it and I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure he runs that or he has something to do with that, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so. I've seen the Pond Warrior thing as well, but I haven't really looked into it. That might be one to check out for, yeah. for recap on for sure. De- definitely, yeah. yeah. We'll have to look into that. Yeah, because I think uh, the way they do that is, um, it's uh, I think you're not limited to five fish. I think it's the most fish you can catch or the most inches. Like there's no limit oh, yeah. on the number of fish. So I mean that's the thing too. It's kind of like MLF where the guys can go out and bang a bunch of two and three pound fish. And then you get some guys that are just going after the Giants to get that weight real quick. So I think it's kind of a similar format. Again, I don't know 100% about it, but I thought I read something like that, which I think is really cool. So, well, I'm going to look into that for next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds, that sounds interesting. Yeah, check it out, man. Uh, I have one more here and then uh, a, sh- a couple shout-outs. Uh, New York Kayak Bass Fishing Trail. I had one on, on Onondaga Lake. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, big shout out to uh, Josh Smith. I've been talking to him on Facebook quite a bit. He's a listener. So, Josh, if you're listening to this episode, shout out to you, man. Yeah, I think Josh and I are uh, Elysian fishing rod teammates. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I remember seeing that on his profile. Yeah, him and I are both on Elysian. Okay. Shout and out also, to Josh. Yeah. And then also I wanted to shout out uh, Justin uh, Hosner. He's the tournament director for uh, uh, New York Kayak Bassin. Nice. He he's on the uh, national pro staff with Jackson. So. Oh, very cool. Him and uh, him and Jay probably are uh, familiar with each other. So. Sure, 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 sure. So I wanted to give him a shout out. We're actually going to have him on the show next week to talk about that tournament trail. So. Awesome. Very cool, man. 
Shout out to those two guys. Uh, but they this had this was a, a three fish tournament. Um, Scott, I be. believe so. Yeah, I believe so. I'm not 100% sure because it doesn't say right here, but it has to be. But uh, the winner was Jake Moulton with 56 and a quarter inches. So, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, yeah it was three fish. Yes. Second place was uh, Ryan Swartz with uh, 54 and a quarter inches. And third place was Aiden Blake with 54 inches. Nice. And then uh, Big Bass went to Jake Moulton uh, with 19 and a half. So he won the tournament and Big Bass. And I believe uh, this Aiden Blake guy, I, I believe he's a younger kid. I, I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to say for sure, but his picture looks like he might be a younger Younger, younger guy, dude, so, yeah. yeah. So that, that cool. if it is, that's real cool. On his profile, he's got a hog. Yeah, he does. That thing looks like it's at least eight pounds. <laughs> that's cool. Very cool. Yep. And uh, one more shout out here because this is pretty impressive what he's been doing this year. Uh, Jody Queen, he's had uh, consecutive wins back to back weekends on the New River. You want to talk about a legend, dude? Yeah. That's a guy I look up to, and he's on the Bonafide team. I know you're on the Bonafide team, dude, and that's a guy I look up to, man. I heard, um, I think it was on, like, one of Chad Hoover's vlogs one time, and, you know, if you look at his profile, like the number of wins, second place, third place, top five, top ten finishes, like, that guy's got a ton, and... I forget who it was asking him, like, what's the key to your success? And he's like, just spending as much time on the water as possible. And I've always remembered that. I think that's that's a huge, huge oh, yeah. chunk of advice, man, that uh, I think a lot of people can take away, you know. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, I can, I can testify to that, you know, when I spend a lot more time on the water, I'm more focused and, you know, more in tune. And I think that's part of my problem with these last two tournaments I fished, you know, Mississippi and – Missouri, man, I just haven't had as much time on the water as I normally do. So yeah, yeah, I can attest for that. Also, I'm I've spent uh, I probably spent more time on my kayak this year than I have the past two previous years combined. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm starting to see like me building, you know, like those building blocks, and then like yeah, I'm, I'm starting to figure things out, and it's 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 awesome, and it's because I'm spending more time on the water. So. Sure. Heck yeah, man. Dude, you're putting those blocks together and you know, yeah. building building up your repertoire, so to it's speak. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's just hard because when when you're spending so much time on the water, it's just it's it's hard to like juggle other priorities, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. That's 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 the problem I'm coming in I'm facing this year. So uh, there there's a little bit of learning curve to that as well. Yes. Oh, trust me, man. I've been going through it too. You know, I mean, I, you know, I didn't fish anything KBF related last year, but I did fish, uh, there's something called kayak wars, I think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, shout out to the Godfather. Um, he had found it online and we were both kind of fishing it. So I kind of got my feet wet with like taking pictures and uploading pictures and reading through rules on how to, you know, get fish submitted and things like that. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that's a, that's a key thing, you know, just practice that. And like, like Kurt talked about, you know, his, I, I thought that was a great question that you brought up was like, you know, what's your system? 
for getting a fish uh, yeah. photo taken and uploaded. And he talks about how he's got his net there. So that fish ain't getting out of the boat and mm-hmm. things like that. And that's key, man. I mean, that's what kind of, I always hate circling back to this, but had <laughs> I stuck to my system, I would have never lost my phone at Nickajack. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, if, if I would have stuck to my system, um, that would have never happened. That fish would have been nowhere clear close to my phone as I was typing in measurements, but you know, you live and you learn, man. Um, that's, that's part of it. So that's, that's why I bought that, uh, don't, or not donkey leash, but phone. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Worried about that. Yeah. That helps man. Cause you can get all situated why that fish is just chilling and relaxing on your leash. And then you take it off, get the photo and you know, you can put it back on your leash while you're sitting there typing in your measurements to go and yep. upload it, you know? So well, I, it's a key thing. I mean, I don't use a leash. I just throw it in my net and keep my net in the water so the fish mm-hmm. can just kind of swim around while I'm doing that. And then once I get everything submitted and uploaded, um, I let it go. So, yeah, very cool. Yeah, that that I use that leash on top of the phone leash. So <clears throat> when I catch the fish, I'll put it on the leash and then I'll I'll take out my phone, open the camera, and let my phone dangle because I I, I hook it yeah. to my vest. I let yeah. it dangle, get my board ready. So yeah, I do the same thing. I do the same thing. <laughs> I get I get the app open, like I get the camera app open, and I get it ready to take the photo, and then I'll pull the fish out, put them on the board. Well, I'll wet the board first, yeah. then put the fish on it, and uh, and then grab my phone while it's dangling there, grab the photo, throw the fish back in the net, look at the photo, make sure it's all good, and then, you know, if i got to retake, I'll take the fish back out or, you know, whatever. So, yeah. Very cool. It's awesome to compare uh... – different uh, routines between anglers helps everybody yeah i think it's a great question for for all of the guests we have on you know because that's that's always the thing man like something as little as having that net in place or opening that camera app before you pull the fish out to put on the board i think that's that's key and a lot of people can pick up and make their own system out of all these little different intricacies between all the different anglers for sure I remember that was one of the questions I've been saving in the bank because I remember a video that Dusty Yacker posted on Facebook. I'm just like, it just got me thinking about it. Like, what do I need to do to make my routine better? So, Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you, it's man. Awesome. Um, it's all about having a routine so that way you can stay on top of things and, you know, get it going. So, Yep. So I got uh, three upcoming events that I was going to share, and then uh, I think that's going to be all we have for tonight. Uh of course, we talked about it earlier, but we got the KBF FLW Cup coming up, Hot Springs, Arkansas, August 9th and 10th. Bunch of big names in that tournament. I'm not going to go over shout-outs because, I mean, you can read the whole list and shout-out everybody. So if you want to check out the leaderboards, make sure to check it out on Tourney X. Uh, we got Great Lakes Kayak Fishing Series. They have a uh, <clears throat> tournament at Big and Little Arbor Vita Lake. Is that how you pronounce it? uh arba vita arba vita okay yeah i might head up there i don't know yet i I was about to ask i know you know a few guys in that tournament yeah uh my teammate from rocktown um rodney hicks is going up there Um, i was looking for his name i didn't see it i believe Susie roloff from the paddle and fin podcast is going to be up there she usually uh is a director for that and judges all the fish and stuff so i'm pretty sure she'll be up there 
Um, actually, I know she'll be up there. I already talked to her about that. Uh, <laughs> Derek, Derek Aiken, um, and I'm sure there's a few other people that I'm missing. But, yeah, should be a good turnout, man. And that's that's northern Wisconsin. Minocqua is like, um, you know, one of the vacation destinations for northern Wisconsin, the Northwoods. So it should be a good tournament, decent numbers and everything coming out of there. So for sure. Awesome. And then the last one I have here is uh, the KBF Trail went a Pasaki, uh, New Hampshire, August 10th. Yeah. I think that's how you pronounce it. I, I'm yeah. awful with pronouncing some of these names. I th- so. Yeah, I think it, I think you're right. I think it's Winnipesaukee is what it is. Yeah, yeah. So if I pronounced it wrong and you guys live in New Hampshire, forgive me. So. <laughs> and then uh, let's see. I, I don't know. I think that's a northwestern uh, region. Northeast. Northeast North, region. Yeah, northeast. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. So. If you want to follow that leaderboard, make sure to check out Tourney X as well. And I believe that's all I have because I don't think the Hobie Bass Open has one this coming weekend. So we're not yeah. going to cover any of those. Right on, man. Yeah, some good tournaments to follow for sure. For sure. Definitely. So uh, uh, we got a few uh, podcast shout outs if you want to go over those. Yeah, man. Um, so, guys, check out paddleandfin.com, the website. Um, we've been doing a ton of revamping. Um, I know we've all posted some blogs up there. Uh, some of the new guys, myself, I got another blog to post up there um, about my tournament recap and things like that and just talking about the mental tournament game. Um, you can obviously get some paddle and fin swag on there. You can send us questions. You can leave comments on our blog post, see the gear we're using, all that good stuff. Um, plus, you know, all these people we're about to shout out, you can uh, get to links um, to their websites off of our website on the affiliates page. So check that out. Um, definitely give us a follow on the social media at paddle and fin and Facebook. Um, Facebook and Instagram is at Paddle and Finn. Um, if you guys got any questions for the Reel Down episode, please email pnfreel, R-E-E-L, at gmail.com or paddle, the letter N, and Finn at gmail.com. And also, if you want your tournament trail recognized, send me an email. Send me your tournament trail uh, information, all that stuff. We'll, we'll yeah. recognize you. So. Yeah, we love covering, you know, a ton of trails, man. I mean, that was the whole idea behind this whole segment. And I think you and Crankbait Johnny have been doing an awesome job. So kudos to you guys, man. I mean, you guys have been really covering some trails. I know at first it was, it was hard getting, getting some info. And then we all kind of talked about it and, you know, we started connecting with some of these tournament directors or people that were fishing the tournaments, and everybody has had a great response about it. So let's just help grow the segment even more, man. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, if you win a tournament, reach out, man. We'd love to give you a yeah. shout-out or, you know, you help run a tournament. I mean, you guys deserve recognition for what you guys do. I mean, tournament directors don't have it easy or anybody involved in any of these small clubs. I mean, it's a ton of work, so... Yeah, shout out, shout out to you guys, man. No, uh, no tournament trails too small either. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Whether you got ten guys or a hundred guys, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, we'd love to love to talk about your trail, man. Um, shout out to Rocktown Adventures. 
Loveland Canoe and Kayak, Hammer Lures, uh, Recycle Plastics Program guys. Obviously, you guys hear me talk about this all the time. Mr. Hicks talks about it as well. Um, such a great program. And, um, you know, take your used plastics from this season, save them up, mail them to the address in the show notes. Our man, Eric Richard, melts those down, makes new baits out of them, donates them to Heroes on the Water, which is just a great cause and a great way to give back instead of giving to the garbage dump. Boom. Coyote sunglasses, um, uh, overstock.com, sunglassesoverstock.com, I believe it is. Overstocksunglasses.com. Okay. Uh, you can use promo code paddle in fin 10 or is it paddle fin 10? I always forget. I think um, it's paddle and fin 10. Yeah. Paddle and fin 10. You get 10% off coyote sunglasses, any polarized glasses. Um, they're pretty slick. They float, you know, so even if you drop them in the water, you won't lose them. Um, shout out to fish mob lures, Southern Laco, And of course our segment sponsor, Michigan, Ohio kayak anglers. Oh, which they have a tournament coming up. Yeah, championship, 24th. right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I think so, that's their championship. Yeah, but we'll yeah. have the winner of that tournament on. So very cool, man. Very cool. Hey, man. Thanks for uh, having me on the reel down segment. This was fun. This was a little bit different pace. <laughs> yeah. You know? Not chatting with Ricketts and Randall. Yeah. I might have to come over <laughs> to the real time, reel down full time. <laughs> <laughs> It's fun. No, it's fun, man. I, I love bump, bouncing around and helping everybody out, dude. It's cool. It's uh, it's different. Gives me a different pace. And, uh, you know, anyway, I can help out. Feel free to reach out. Definitely. Or if you can't make it and I got to fill in with Crankbait Johnny, that would be an exciting one. <laughs> that would be awesome. You might Heck have yeah, to do man. that because I'm going on vacation the end of the month. Right so. on. Right on. <laughs> Very cool, man. Yeah, you got anything else to drop in here, man? Nope, I'm good. All right, brother. Well, thanks again, and as always, guys, tight lines and smooth paddling.